You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Howdy, loud and rowdy crowd wowed by Chris O'Dowd and Fox McLeod. This is Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. Today's show is episode 225, and of course, I am your humble host, Karen, and we are your sensualists who insist on lists that consist of gists, twists, and lyricists. (laughs) I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. Sensualist. Guilty as charged. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to a new season. Yay! Yay! Oh, hey, we did it. It's 2022, year three of the pandemic. The burning question on everybody's mind is, what is your go-to starting word on Wordle? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I got sure. I got a good answer here for you. I will I will say first of all, we uh we play as a household, uh, by which oh, I mean cute. my wife plays, oh. and uh <laughs> I will occasionally sort of ride shotgun and play together, but we don't compete against each other. And uh I will give her uh absolute full credit on this. Her her starting word <clears throat> ethic, E T H I C. Um, of course, uh, for for those people who have not been uh, consumed by the frenzy and phenomenon that is the daily word game Wordle, it is like mastermind, but with five letter words. And every day it's a new <sighs> word and you're trying to guess what the, the secret word is by putting in your guesses in. And I'll tell you if the letters are in like the right place, it's the right letter. Um, or if it's a, the right letter in the wrong place. And you kind of use that logic to figure out what the, the secret word of the day is. And Chris, yes. what is your starting word? I have three starting words. Oh. So uh, this was actually something that uh, as, as Wordle was gaining steam, uh, my friend, uh, your friend and mine, Andrew Vestal and I were, were talking oh, about. Oh, yes. The, the way to do this is we have to figure out what are the uh, 10 most common letters for the distribution of five letter words, because it's not necessary. It's not just the 10 most common letters in the English language. It's the 10 most common letters that show up in English language, five letter words. Um, and yeah. then put those two in. So the, the strategy is even if you put the first word in and it has a bunch of letters, you always put in the second word as well, just to give yourself the most knowledge, essentially starting off. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. So two words that we landed on were a, uh, oiled and rants Mm. oiled rants Mm, that's good those are the two starting words that i always put in regardless of what the letters are in the first one if if those don't give me enough information because those are the 10 most common letters we go to the next five which is uh chump oiled (laughs) rants definitely to start off oiled rants chump if i feel like there's not enough there and so today's this morning's wordle can I can I say it? Did we all do it? Yeah. Or did we not care? I did it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It'll be it'll be weeks in the past okay. by the time this episode airs. No, I'm just asking. Yeah. Well, I'm asking for. Oh, you, three, you care about us? You, yeah, <laughs> I do. Yes, deeply. You, you can um, say. Okay. So today's was skill. S K I L L. And once yeah. I had done oiled rants, there were a couple letters, but the thing is, it didn't eliminate enough possibilities. So I did chump, and there was nothing in there. Yeah. So now I had gone. 15 out of the 26 letters in the alphabet and eliminated a lot of positions and a lot of letters. What the trap that a lot of people fell into with this one was they were like, oh, okay, 
uh, spill, still, swill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then they ran out of tries. But because I had already <laughs> eliminated so yeah. many letters, I, I actually sat there. I did oiled rants chup and I sat there for a really long time trying to think of any word that uh, that I could even play <laughs> at that point because I had eliminated so many possibilities and I thought mm. of skill and I put it at, just like literally just as like as a playable word at that point and I put it in and that was it. So I often have, you know, my uh, my grids will be sort of like gray, 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 got it. <laughs> you know, it's just because you have to uh, stick with the plan and you can't start guessing. You can't start like <laughs> actually guessing too early. You can just use those extra turns just to eliminate as much as you can. And if you say that that's cheating, I'm sorry. Like the game is to get a five letter word in six guesses or less. Dana taught me that. <laughs> Dana taught me to bench the letters. You know, once you get a couple letters yeah. right, like you don't necessarily have to repeat it. it you do if you're on hard mode. Yeah. Dana? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you asked because I think about this a lot. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so I saw somebody on Twitter say that they use a rose, A-R-O-S-E, mm-hmm. because it has an mm-hmm. R and a mm-hmm. S and it has three vowels. And I was thinking about it and I was like, Oh, you know, audio is also good because you can get to four of the vowels. And I was like, buoy is also good because you can get to the tricky Y. But I um, I usually do a rose. I do bench the vowels and I pick consonant combinations. Yeah. Like I do whack mm-hmm. or that kind Clusters. of thing. Yeah. To see if I can surface any of the little tricky ones. My seven-year-old has, has been playing because, you know, we kind of showed it to him. And now he wakes up every morning and it's like, got to do the wordle. Oh, my and- gosh. So far has not lost. And um, today I really thought he was going to get hit because skill is tough. It's got a double letter. You know, it's got a K. I really thought, I really thought like we were going to have the talk today about, you know, sometimes you're going to lose. And then he just sat there staring at that grid for a long time. He had put in four guesses. And just suddenly you hear him go, oh, yeah, it's got to be skill. And he puts it in. I'm just like, all right. You know, he just, he really, uh, like, he he figured it out. He's he's really, he's very good with running through possibilities and yeah. stuff. So, yeah. Just this very morning, I was saying to my wife as we we were playing, you know, now that now that we've committed to the starting word, you can't ever abandon your starting word. It's like if? playing certain numbers in the lottery, right? Exactly. Because like, what if, what if you have now consigned <laughs> yeah. yourself, like you I would know. kick your Yourself if for yeah if that was the actual word right and Dotted you missed in the one. chance to get it on the first line yeah. mm-hmm. yep. listeners uh if you would like to share and uh, tell us what your starting word on wordle is please post it on facebook reply to us on twitter we're very curious and we're on this journey together well without further wordle ado uh it's time for our first general trivia segment pop quiz hot shot go i have a random trivial pursuit card and you guys have your barnyard buzzers at the ready here we go let's answer some questions blue edge for geography which state in its entirety was listed as one of america's most endangered historic places once again which state in its entirety which state in its entirety was listed as one of america's most that's a title case big m most endangered historic places chris hawaii yeah good guess guess, good Mm. guess not it but no historic endangered the whole state whole state 
Dana. Uh, is it Alaska? Ooh, another good guess. I think we're thinking too much of maybe like national parks. Mm, I think this national, is okay. this is more historic mm. places. The whole state. Uh, uh, Chris again. What? Rhode Island? Ooh. I don't know. You're <laughs> going close. for size, it's, right? It is Vermont. Vermont. Really? Huh. Huh. A lot of historic places there. Uh, this is listed by the National Trust for Historic Preservation. So maybe hmm. like George Washington's house is there? Plantation. Yeah. <laughs> and Jerry's. The whole state. Yeah. yeah. Huh. All right. Next question, Pink Wedge for pop culture. Which Grammy-winning pop star's first hit was a song, oh gosh, on, on the Mulan soundtrack? Uh. Chris, please. Christina Aguilera. Correct. Do you know the song Dang. title? Oh, is it, is it just Reflection? It is just Reflection. Good reflection. job. Wow. Yeah. That's why we're a team. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was not in my punch bowl. Next question, Yellow Witch. Which forward-thinking Russian ruler taxed any citizen with a beard because being clean-shaven was all the rage in Europe in 1698? Oh, I've heard this This before. was on an episode of Good Job Brain. Is it Peter the Great? Yes, Peter the yeah. Great. I've heard this story before, and every time I hear it, like, I imagine, like, just there's that guy, you know, down at the pub, like, yeah, I paid the beard tax. I don't care. He can't stop me. I'm going to grow it. Well, so um, it says here, addendum, um, it was a graduated tax, nobles paying more than peasants. That is progressive. Sure. That's okay. Fair. That's it's progressive. That's it's progressive. progressive beard tax. Uh, sure. All right. <laughs> Purple Wedge, which trio of countries all starting with the same letter, does Elizabeth Gilbert journey into her memoir, Eat, Pray, Love? Oh, oh my gosh. goodness. Which trio of countries? Okay, you ready? Mm. So the letter's I. Okay. It is Italy, Indonesia, and India, right? Yes, correct. Uh, well, Italy. Not in that nice. order. Not in that order. Yeah, huh. Italy for eat, India for pray, Indonesia or I Bali uh for love. It was it was off a it was off a a, a sign that she had bought at Bed Bath and Beyond that she hung in the kitchen. <laughs> no, that's that's live laugh love. That's, oh that's yeah, 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 sorry. yeah, right. Green wedge for science and nature. Which innovative Apple mobile product named after a 17th century scientist predated the iPod by a decade? Colin. That is the Newton. That is the Newton. I don't even know what it looks like. It looks not unlike a, a little, kind of yeah, like oh, a yeah, like a, like a Palm yeah, Pilot. Kind of. mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you know, at the time, as you may remember, if you're old enough, kind of you know, widely mocked in pop culture, sort of. It's uh, maybe a little too far ahead of the time. Handwriting recognition. You would, you, know, you would kind of scribble on it, and yeah, yeah. All right, last question. Orange Wedge, sports and leisure. This is both sports and leisure, I guess. <laughs> Which Sanskrit word means a yoga pose or posture? Dana. Is it a, a sauna? Yes, no. it's a sauna. My corporate yep, tech world yep. friends. Uh, the project management tool uh, for a lot of companies. Asana, it means posture. Ooh, good job, everybody. Good job, Brain. Nice, nice. Hey. All right. We could still do this. We could still do trivia. We're still yeah. good at it. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while, but you know. 
It's like renewing our certification. <laughs> yeah. Like riding a bike. Well, today's show is episode 225, and a typical episode of Good Job Brain usually has a, a theme or a topic where we make quizzes uh, or we research facts for a story segment uh, around that topic. For example, I think one of uh, one of my favorite episodes from last season was our episode about salt, um, and we did all sorts of things. We had a quiz about salt and pop culture. We have uh, a word quiz uh, with words that have N-A-C-L, the letters in them. We talked about the mysteries of the salt flats. And then we had a story about uh, Thomas Jefferson and his quest for finding a, a rumored magical salt mountain. But every fifth episode, all, all of that is out the door. There's no topic. Uh, it's filled with quizzes and games that we made to stump each other and stump you guys, listeners. So today, it's all quiz bonanza. Number 45. I will start. If my math is right, and it always is, uh, mm-hmm. this uh, this episode <laughs> should be airing uh, in the beginning of March, the month of March. Well, as yeah. they say, March comes in like a lion and goes yeah. out like a lamb, right? Yeah. Right, Because mm-hmm. it comes in as winter and leaves as spring. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there are, there's that phrase. And then there's many other phrases that uh, might use the word March. So um, that's what I'm going to give you right now is a little word quiz um, in which I'm going to describe uh, a phrase um, cool. or give you the definition of a phrase or an idiom or maybe the title of something, you know, and you're going to, um, and it's, it's always going to contain the word March in it. So, for example, this is the example because I would not expect this to actually be difficult in any way. But uh, if I were to say an NCAA basketball tournament, yes. uh, March, Madness. March, say, Madness. March Madness, March Madness, March Madness, right? That was the example. No points given. OK, here we go. Great. <laughs> Actual question. one. Colin, aren't you yes. proud of us? I we am. got that. It was I a sports am. question. It's starting to rub <laughs> off on us after uh, 15 years. <laughs> I even know who's playing in the Super Bowl this year. What's his name? The Rams. And then Bengals. Yes. Yes. Look yes. at that. I didn't know. My heart started beating so fast when you start. I was like, I don't know. What? What's happening in the Super Bowl? <laughs> They're doing it another it one this happened. year. They just did one. <laughs> they, they, that's what I, well, that's what I feel about all annual events these days. Okay, here we go. You can buzz in with your buzzers. Question number one. Eccentric. <gasps> Colin. Uh, um, oh, geez. Hey. Um, no, oh, sorry. I know. I, oh, Dana. March to your own tune or your own drum beat, your own drummer, that kind of march oh, to the rhythm of your own drum. Doesn't have to be eccentric. You know what? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's, that's 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 not quite what I was thinking. That might be, in fact, an answer to a different one. Um, oh. <laughs> Colin. What is is the crazy as a March hare? Is that is there? A... I'm going to give that one to you. Yeah. So okay. mad as a March hare. Mad as a mad March, as a March hare. hare is the expression. Yes. Yeah. That, that I was looking for. Phrase uttered by a soothsayer to Julius Caesar. Oh. Uh, Karen? uh, Beware of the Ides of March. Yes. Beware the Ides of March. Mm. Now, what's now, Karen, for a bonus point, what is the Ides of a certain month? Technically, so every month has a different Ide. Uh, I want to know technically, absolutely. Uh, but in March, I believe is is the fifteenth. 
Oh, I mean, don't not oh. the uh, not the date, but like what is oh. like how do you define the Ides of a is month? Is it right in the middle? It generally falls in the middle of the month, but it's oh. not the middle of the month. Oh, interesting. Mm. Is it about the moon? It's oh. about the moon. It's the it's the full moon. It's oh, the day moon. on which the first full moon in the new month is. Yeah. Okay, so this is where I had uh to be a non-conformist. March, march to the beat yeah. of your own drummer. Mar- yes, either march to the beat of your own drum, march to the beat of a, a different, different drummer. Drum. Yes. Right, okay. right, right. Okay. Yes, okay. okay. All right. Gain a secretive advantage against an enemy. Gain a secretive advantage. That's hard. People used to use this a little bit more like to, to either get an advantage on something or for something to, to get ahead of something else. Probably if you're into like reading military books or hmm. to gain a secretive advantage against an enemy. Uh, Colin? Oh, God. Marching at night. Oh. Yeah. So it's it's not quite that, but it's basically hmm. you, you, you have the you have the idea of it. So the, the, hmm. the idiom here is um, to steal a march on. Oh, oh. OK. And yeah, that ah. could be it, again in, in its most literal sense, it would be. We marched during the day, and then while they slept, we kept marching at night. Yeah, so they thought it, we were they thought we were a day behind, but we stole a march on them. It's used in business as well to jump ahead and get an advantage against somebody that they don't expect coming. Okay, nature documentary narrated by Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Karen was first. March of the penguins. March of the penguins. There we go. There we go. Why did I put this in? A newsreel series shown in movie theaters from 1935 to 1951. Oh, uh, I didn't know they had names. Uh, uh, Victory on the March was it? Was something? <laughs> oh, uh, what was it? What was it? I always thought it was like time marches on. No, Dana is time closer actually. Oh, okay. It is. It is called the March of Time. <laughs> the March the of Time. The March of Time. Okay. All right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Last question: musical piece from the Nutcracker Suite. Karen. Oh. I know you know it. Oh man! Somebody else. Yeah. I was thinking Waltz of the Flowers, but I was like, "Oh, that's a waltz, not a march." That's like yeah, somebody, right, else, right, somebody right. else. The Soldiers March, Nutcracker March, Tin Soldier. Some Nobody's kind of, gotten some it kind of exactly soldier. right yet. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rat King. <laughs> the Rat King's March is it? It is. In fact, it is called. March of the Toy Soldiers. Oh. Yeah. Ah, yeah, we were dancing Gosh. around, marching Man. around it. Okay. okay. <laughs> now there, now there is there is an opportunity here for a bonus point. In France, this novel is known by the title "The Four Daughters of Doctor March." Oh, uh, Little Women. It's yeah. Little Women. Ah, Little Women. Yeah, it's like the March yep. Sisters. I wonder why they wow. Put the dad way to really in the title. reframe it. Yeah, way to yeah. really. Uh... <laughs> it's not even barely even there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy March, yep, everybody. Happy March. So it has been about a year, a little bit more than a year, of my one year anniversary of my episode of the Chase, the game show I was on uh, yeah. when it aired, 
um, which means that um, now I am free to apply to other game shows. <laughs> I can finally take the Jeopardy test again. <gasps> and yeah. I recently took the Jeopardy test. I completely bombed it, but that's okay. <laughs> we do it again. <laughs> you know, one of the things that gets asked on Jeopardy pretty much all the time in these tests are Shakespeare quotes. Shakespeare mm. info, Shakespeare mm. plays, name this play, what character, um, mm -hmm. a, a lot like sports. Uh, there's just so much trivia. There's so it's much. such a big corpus ah, of, yeah. It's a pit. Mm -hmm. It's a big yep. pit. I decided to make a Shakespeare quiz for everybody. Kind of famous quotes that you hear tossed around, but there is a twist. Mm. I've used the technology of artificial intelligence. And <laughs> I got some familiar cartoon friends that will be performing these lines to you. <laughs> oh, no. And I made it so that the lines, the quotes actually kind of fit. The speaker. You know what? AI is pretty good. It's not completely perfect in terms of pronunciation, but it's not bad. This is how the quiz is going to structure. Instead of all of us buzzing in, we're going to go one by one around the table and you get assigned mm -hmm. uh, a clip that you will hear is okay. it is up to you to <laughs> identify two things you have to identify which play is this quote mm -hmm. from and who is speaking it okay okay what okay. cartoon character is speaking right. it? <laughs> this is a this is an episode man this is yeah. an episode like yeah. i'm like i wrote i wrote a little i wrote a little word quiz karen's like i harnessed the power of artificial intelligence to force <laughs> cartoon characters. it's gonna pull in both of the uh high art and low art parts of our brains here at <laughs> oh, once <laughs> who wants to go first Nobody. I'll go first. I'll go first. There, there was a couple of years in a row. I was going to the Shakespeare Festival in Oregon. Oh, so oh okay. I, we would try. Okay. Well, we would try and we read. We would try and read whatever they were putting on that year. So if it happens to be one of those two or three, maybe I'll have a better chance. So yeah, hit, hit me up. Hit me up. This is your clip. I'm gonna play it twice, and then I'm gonna share the line, and then I'll play the clip again. Number one. <laughs> so the line is all the world's a stage and the men and women are merely players let's hear that again I'm glad I didn't go oh first. My oh, really? I, mean, sure. I, well, I feel Some... like I feel like I got half of it, but okay, man. By by half of it, you mean you know the character? Yeah, that's right. Right. Let me, let me, let me, man. I mean, it certainly sounds like uh, Mr. Donald Duck, but we hear that line a lot. Where is it from? Yeah, I believe that's one of like the big three. I'm gonna man, I'm gonna say Hamlet, but I, I would not be surprised if I'm I, that's, wrong. That's what I would have guessed. So it is as you like it. Ah, as you like yeah. it. Yeah, okay. Uh, and voiced by none other than Mr. Donald <laughs> Fauntleroy Duck. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Oof. Oof. All right. Yep. Dana, you are next. Here is your clip. All that glitters is not gold. Linus, all that glitters is not gold. Let's hear it again. All that glitters is not gold. Is that Mo Sislak from The Simpsons? <laughs> yes! Mo? Okay, good. Uh, the but play? which play is it from? 
the Merchant of Venice? You are King correct! Yeah! Oh my yeah, god! Wow. <laughs> I just pulled one right out of the punch bowl. I was like, it's about Bold. money in some way. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> nice work, yeah. That was Mo uh, from The Simpsons dispensing some some good advice. And this Excellent. is from Merchant of Venice. All right. So, Chris, your turn. This is your clip. Please identify the voice and uh, identify the play it's from. Uneasy lies the head that weighs the crown. <laughs> the line is, uneasy lies. <laughs> the head that wears a crown. Let's hear it again. Uneasy lies the head that wears the crown. <laughs> <laughs> Uneasy lies the head that wears the crown, Doc. So, yeah, so it's uh, Bugs. So it's Bugs Bunny. Um, and I, I believe it's from Macbeth. That feels right. That Maybe. feels plaus- plausible, at least. King Lear? I threw out Macbeth. Maybe this I'm is... right. Maybe I'm wrong. Henry four, Henry the fourth, Henry the fourth, Henry the fourth. So this scene is war is approaching, right? And so mm. he he has bouts of insomnia because he's worrying. So he's mm. kind of like mm-hmm. envious oh, of guy. the stable boy and of other people who can just like sleep at night without worrying a thing. But yet he's the king and uh, he's responsible. So mm. Henry the fourth slash Bugs Bunny. <laughs> All right, Colin, your turn again. This is your second clip. All right. Here we go. If music be the food of love, play it on. The line is, if music is the food of love, play on. Okay, I've definitely, that's that's a great quote. If music is the food of love, play on. Okay, okay. Let's hear it again. If music be the food of love, play it on. Okay, I mean, I mean, I'm just going to be, you know, taking a guess here at sort of one of the sort of household name plays, I guess. Uh, okay. I do not have a great guess on the character. Man, I'll, I'll guess Taming of the Shrew. Would you say this is a, a very famous character or a second yeah. tier character? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Very famous. I, very I feel famous. really bad. You're going to feel bad when you... Wait, Dana, you know the voice. Please, right. please Did... tell us. Is Stewie from Family Guy? Oh, yep, of it's course. Stewie yeah. Griffin from Family Guy. <sighs> if of music course. is the food of love, play on from Twelfth Night. Okay. Twelfth wow, man. Night. Big whiff for me on that one. Ooh. Dana, your turn. This is your second and last uh, line. Here we go. A horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse. The line is, a horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse. A horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse. That one, if you told me that was a straight clip from an episode, I would have absolutely... Oh, my sounds, gosh. Sounds I so authentic. That one's They even really got the good. lisp down. Need to wipe the duck spit off my face. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daffy Duck. <laughs> Correct. Daffy, yeah. Daffy Duck. Horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse. This is such a famous line. Yep. And I. A- another this, king, another royal. Is it another one of those right. king ones? Is yeah. Oh, true, true. Yeah. Okay, right, right. Yeah, you're right, right. Incorrect. It is Richard the Third. Oh, geez. Richard the okay. Third. The big battlefield scene. Uh, he was doing so well. He lost his horse while fighting. 
obviously, you know, just not having a horse mm. was not to his advantage. Mm. So, Chris, your turn. This is your clip. Here we go. Friends, Romans, contramen, lend me your ears. <laughs> That's a good one. The line is I, Wow. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. And they throw their ears at him. And once more. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. Oh, is it I am honestly ha- okay. So first of all, but I believe the line is from Julius Caesar. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Romans. Yeah. Romans. Uh I I you know I'm I'm having trouble with the character. I can't place it. It is. You're right. It is from Julius Caesar uh, and mm-hmm. the person who is reading it. Good news, everyone. Professor Farnsworth <laughs> from oh, okay, Futurama. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, knowing Karen, I knew there would be a Futurama one in here somewhere. I, we yeah, could not go yeah, with yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. True, I should have thought ahead. Yeah. Good job. I have one last one. Buzz in if you know. This is one that we can all enjoy. Lord, what fools these mortals be. <laughs> 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 that just sounds like it's straight out of uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yeah, like right. Yeah. right. Yeah. It sounds so, so good. That's that's yeah. goofy, right? Yeah. Oh, Lord, what uh, fools okay, these so mortals this, these are, be? Okay, well, fools these mortals be? This is a god talking, right? Is this um, Midsummer Night's Dream? Correct. It is Midsummer's yeah, okay, Night yeah. Dream. Okay, which yeah, is a, or at least some yeah. supernatural, right? Like could fairy be, yeah. or something. Yeah. Fairy's name. Fairies yeah. and horny teenagers. <laughs> horny fairies horny fairies yeah. as well the gist of midsummer's night dream you guys have to thank me because originally this entire quiz was going to be spoken by toad from mario <laughs> and <laughs> the files oh, two yeah. lines in i i couldn't take it anymore <laughs> i had to shut the machine down <laughs> I think I think we need I think we need an example. So here is an example. Ah, oh, that blisters is not gold. <laughs> so aggravating. Uh, yep, uh, yep, yep. Uh, that could not that could not sustain it. Uh, no, wow. no, no, no. Segment probably. No. Well, good job, everyone. Wow! Thank you. Amazing William use of technology. Really incredible use of technology. Oh, is it? Is it? Is it glisters? In the text, it actually says glisters, not glisten, mm. not glitter, right. but but glister. Mm. That was originally, but now people have modified it to glitter. Good note. Was that Good Shakespeare note. was trying to make up a new word. He didn't make fetch happen with that. No, word. he did not make okay. fetch happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's dozens of people hitting delete on their um actually emails yeah, right yeah. now. They're like, oh, okay. yeah, she. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply traffic jams tailgating pile-ups oh the joys of driving how could it get worse the federal government wants to have a say in what you drive that's right 
The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. You're listening to Good Job Brain. Smooth puzzles. Smart trivia. Good Job Brain. listening to good job brain and this week it's all quiz bonanza number 45 i have been waiting for us to come back i've been working on this quiz for you guys for a little while here a lot of fun putting this one together so you know people tell us people tell us friends listeners people who come with us to pub quiz that uh whether they play with us or not one of the things they like is watching how our process works and kind of our interaction and you know I think I think we are a good team like not just I don't just mean like we know things but we 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 work well together and like part of the the fun is figuring out all right well somebody knows this for sure and somebody has a good guess here and how do we do that little dance um so I wanted to put together a quiz that can put all of that kind of fun stuff on display. So this quiz, you all are going to work together, okay? And okay. going to pretend you're at Pub Quiz, pretend I'm the quiz host. So Karen, I will appoint you as the team captain. Uh, yes, I will ask sir. you to, to work these out. You will give me your final answer. Now here's the here's the, the rub for this quiz. This is a multiple choice quiz, okay? okay. So every question, you guys are going to have four options here. The name okay. of this quiz is one out of four ain't great. Or, working title, Can You Beat a Monkey with a Dartboard? And I say that because, uh, as I say, each question is multiple choice. You have four options. You could, of course, just guess and bank that you'll end up on average getting one out of four correct. True, true. Uh, In other words, the same as a moderately skilled monkey with a dartboard could get. There will be eight questions. There will be eight questions. So your goal is to get three right, okay? Because the monkey over here with the dartboard, you know, he's going to get two. We just know that he's going to get one out of four. So you guys got to get three. That's your goal. Question one. Of the presidents on Mount Rushmore, all right? Now that is, of course, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, (laughs) Theodore Roosevelt, Abraham Lincoln, just to be clear. Thank you. um, Thank you. Which is the only one of these presidents who was under six feet tall. Who's the only <laughs> one of these presidents? Okay, not so think, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, he's tall. Well known as being quite tall. George Washington. I think Thomas George Washington is tall. In my... Oh, yeah. <laughs> in Hamilton. But, but this was like a long time ago. And people yeah, that's had true. different right, nutrition. Relatively. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The right. thing is with these with with George Washington, it was like George Washington. You know, the guy's painting George Washington, and he's like, "Oh, George Washington, the the founder of America, the father of our country," and he paints him as eight feet and a half tall. You know what I mean? And he cleans up all the pimples on his face. So it's kind of like you can't really trust a lot of these imagery that you sort of see. Yeah. I'd say Jefferson. Yeah, I mean, I, if I had to put something yeah. down, I'd say Jefferson. <laughs> I think so too. He would wear like shoe, like like heels. You know, that's okay. fashionable. Okay, French. Yeah, sure, they were. They were fashionable in French. Sure. Oh, okay. sure. Right. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. So maybe he was he was uh, sort of adjusting his height with the uh, with the manuals. Okay. What's what's your final answer here? Who, who's the only one of these four men? Who's the only one of these four under six feet tall? Under six feet tall isn't isn't even that short. Okay, uh, Thomas mm-hmm. Jefferson. 
Okay. Ah, oh, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Uh, oh, but you are, you guys, you guys did do reason some of the reason correctly. Obviously, yes. Abraham Lincoln still to this day, uh, the record for our tallest president at wow. six foot four. Um, and you know, it's interesting. I had always read one of the things about George Washington. If you were to meet, if you were to meet him at the time, one of the things that would stand out was how tall he was. George Washington was six foot two. So yeah, in his time, I mean, verging on, you know, being a giant, right. (laughs) Um, so not George Washington, not Abraham Lincoln. I learned reading the research for this, that, uh, Thomas Jefferson is actually taller than George Washington, but I'd never wow. heard too much about this. Really? Thomas Jefferson, six, oh, two and a half. No. So it Holy is in God. fact, Teddy Roosevelt at five ten, uh, and presidents do in fact skew taller than the average American male. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, there, there has been some, um, some research over the years that, that does show that you know, taller candidates do <laughs> tend to perform better, uh, to what degree we can attribute that. Who knows? But yeah, Theodore Roosevelt tied for only 28th height, five ten. Maybe that's why so. he's always pictured on a horse. <laughs> he does oh, seem maybe. like he'd be taller, right? Very imposing yeah. and the rough riders and just the big, you know, outdoorsmen yeah. and all that. But okay. So, Woo! All right. Sorry, guys. So that's a strike there on question okay. one. So moving along. That's right. The monkey, monkey missed too. We're the monkey, there with the monkeys. Missed. Okay, yeah, that's don't fine. worry. That's yeah, right. Yeah, the monkey yeah. has not gotten a question right. All right. All right. Moving on. Question two to another set of highly influential Americans. Katy Perry, yeah, Taylor okay. Swift, yeah. Beyonce, uh-huh. and Lady uh-huh. Gaga. Uh-huh. Okay. Which, which of these best-selling performers has not, has not performed a Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, oh wow. Okay. So, so Beyonce not did Beyonce. it. Lady yeah. Gaga did it. Katy Perry did it. Katy Perry did it. It's got to so. be Taylor Swift. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. I like the 100% of the confidence. Yes, that is correct. Taylor Swift okay, yeah. of these ladies is the yeah. only one who has not. Yeah. Now, you know, it's funny. Uh, she is, of course, one of our best-selling performing artists. Uh, she has historically been a Coca-Cola sponsored performer, mm-hmm. huge mega contract with Coca-Cola mm-hmm. and the Super Bowl halftime is a Pepsi joint. Yeah. So that is, yeah. I believe as recently as a few years ago, they reported she is, is banned. Her contract with Coca-Cola forbids her from playing the <laughs> Pepsi <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, put your science hats on here for question three. Uh, and well done, by the way. You guys are on the board here with one question correct. Not Wait, did, did the All monkey right. get it? Uh, the monkey, ooh, the monkey did get it. Wow, so he's the monkey's <sighs> okay. outperforming, All so right. you're keeping pace it's with okay. the monkey. All right, okay. yeah. Okay. The walnut, the yeah. chestnut, oh, the macadamia nut, <laughs> the pine nut. Uh-huh. Which of these is the only true nut oh, botanically oh speaking oh walnut uh-huh. chestnut uh-huh. macadamia nut pine nut three of them are not nuts wow. one of them is a nut <laughs> so the mm. they're also different I guess I guess the, the thing is like what is the definition of a nut? Of a nut. <laughs> right? Because like every time every time I'm ever eating nuts, somebody's just like, you know, that's not really a nut. And I'm just like, I, I don't know. care. Like the you cashew know? is a fruit or something. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're right. Like the peanut is not a nut. The but like mm-hmm. the, okay, so the pine nut does not feel like a nut. Because yeah. it feels like a seed. It's like yeah. when you cook it or eat it, it's closer to like a pumpkin seed or a sunflower oh. seed, kind of, mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. What? Do, how do droops come in? 
How do droops come in, Karen? Karen, that's a great question. How how do droops come into this picture? Oh, I will I will tip my gosh. hand a little bit. I will say many many if not most of what we call the false nuts actually end up turning out to be droops. Yeah, <laughs> we call the false okay. nuts. Sounds like our improv comedy <laughs> troupe name. All right, so I, I've heard a compelling case against pine nuts. So are are you down to three? I mean, what's the? Uh... I'm just trying to think like which which one is, is there one of these that's fundamentally different than the others? Because I think walnut the, has walnut out of all of these have the halves. Pecans have also halves. have halves. Yeah, I yeah I could see going I could see going with walnut just because yeah it has halves. We're overthinking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Walnut, chestnut, macadamia nut, pine nut. Macadamia nut. That's what. It doesn't have halves though. The only one. The only one of these. Yeah, I think it I, can I really though. Like well, you can cut anything in half. <laughs> if you try hard enough, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. yeah he's, it's true. he's got a point. He's got a point, guys. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, final answer, uh, well, let's Captain. Just... I'll go with the old walnut. walnut. Oh, I'm so sorry because <laughs> the saying is right there in front of you. That old chestnut. Uh, the <gasps> the chestnut really is the only of this list. The only true nut. Yeah, yeah. So a true nut. The true uh, nut is a is basically it is a single seeded fruit that is encased oh. in a in a tough hardened ovary wall okay it has to be dry has to be inside and ovaries and it has to be fused to the shell so it doesn't naturally break open on maturity it doesn't naturally crack open the way yeah so So the walnut does that so yeah so other true nuts what are some other true nuts so (laughs) so in addition to a hazelnut a hazelnut is a true nut uh an acorn an acorn is a true nut not nuts as you mentioned peanuts are not nuts famously you know i think we all learned this they are legumes like like a soybean another well-known legume almonds are droop seeds cashews are droop seeds walnuts are droops the like the walnut on the tree there's a green fruit that it comes yes, in uh, yep. pine nuts are seeds macadamia oh. nuts are droops pistachios are droops no, nothing nothing is enough nothing nothing, nothing is, is a nut, nut. <laughs> you're telling me what they sell at costco with the blue lid which is not even just mixed nuts fan, extra fancy mixed even nuts fancy none of them are nuts it yeah. doesn't it doesn't say mix nuts, droops, droop seeds, and legumes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I learned something really interesting here about oh, macadamia nuts. Oh, oh let, me, let me back up. Let me back up. When I say macadamia nuts, what what part of the world do you guys immediately think of? Hawaii. Australia. Hawaii. Oh, someone said Australia. But you're right. I was, yeah, you're going where I'm going. I think Hawaii until I did some research. I learned that almost all of the commercially grown macadamias in the world can be traced back to a single stand of trees in Gympie, Australia. Uh, I read wow. that in this town, and I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, in Gympie, Australia, in uh, in the 1880s, a handful of seeds were exported from Gympie to Hawaii where they basically, literally, they seeded the entire Hawaiian macadamia wow. industry to this wow. day. Yeah, like they can do genetic sampling and they say like they're not only, like they, they say they may have come from like even a single tree. It kind of just blows my wow. mind that this mm-hmm. whole industry. So you would go there and you would say the whole industry started industry. Industry, industry. All right, moving right along, yeah. moving right along. Okay, luckily the monkey missed there as well. I will tell you, the monkey did not know his nuts on that one. I, so you guys I don't okay. believe that you got Stro- a monkey over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think he's really got a monkey <laughs> oh, there, you guys. Question number four. 
-hmm. After five films and over 15 years, Daniel Craig is finally walking away from playing James Bond uh, after this most recent film. So here's a Bond question for you. Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Pierce Brosnan, and Daniel Craig. Which of these is the only Bond who was not born in the United Kingdom? Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Mm -hmm. Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig. Yeesh. Three this of them are born in the UK. This is a monkey in a dartboard. Mm-hmm. Because it might yep. be like yeah. their parents yep. were part of the Royal Air Force. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah it's true. Let's see. I feel like if it were Daniel Craig, we people hear... would have brought that up as yeah. like a argument of why it's okay to not have a British Ooh. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. That's great reasoning. Okay, so it's Roger Moore and Pierce Brosnan. Is he Irish? Why did I think he was Irish? He is. Oh, Ireland is not part of the <gasps> United Kingdom. Uh-oh. Oh, dang. Unless he's from Northern Ireland. Right, right, right. All right. Final answer. Pierce Brosnan. Excellent reasoning, you guys. Yeah, right on. Dana, right on the nose. That's right. Pierce Brosnan, born in Ireland. That's uh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Sean Connery, Sean Connery, born in Scotland. Uh, Daniel Craig, Roger Moore, both born in England. Yeah. Well done. All right. So you have now, you have now equaled our monkey's output. You've got two, two so far, two out of eight. All right. right. Moving right along. Yeah. We're, we're stroke for stroke here with the monkey. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Put the science hats back on. Question number five, Venus, Jupiter, Neptune, mm-hmm. Saturn. This is all crazy. Which of these planets is not, is not a gas giant? I, hope, oh. I, I was and hoping you weren't going to say like a planet, <laughs> not a real planet. Venus, Jupiter, Neptune, Saturn. Three of them um, are gas giants. Okay. One of them is not. Jupiter and Saturn are big and they're giants, so I, I assume they're I, I gas pretty, giants. Pretty sure it's Venus. Pretty sure it's Venus, everybody. Like Ooh, it's not I think so. it's it's yeah, I mean it's not a, it's also not very it's not a giant. If when you look at when you look at like the relative sizes of the planets, it's like you got Earth, you got Venus, you know, and you got Mars there too. And then it's like, <laughs> it's like a balloon. Boom, Jupiter. And it's like you can fit one bajillion Earths into Jupiter. Like that's what you're talking about, the gas giants. So I, I'd say it's Venus is not a gas giant. All right. Venus, yeah. final answer, sir. Correct. Correct. Oh, that is right. Yeah, confidently. Yeah, Venus. It is a terrestrial planet just like us. It's 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 it is very similar to Earth <laughs> in a lot of ways. In in many ways it is similar to Earth. Yeah. yeah. All right. Question six musicals i know are near and dear to oh, at I'm least sorry. yeah can we pause for one second and just yeah. mark that now we have beaten the monkey yeah the monkey. you know i would oh, like yes. to say you know what well done fair yes. play to you guys a- after just five questions you've already uh outscored the monkey i mean yes. the monkey Ooh. is now chain smoking doing doing shots of tequila over here yeah he's he's down on <laughs> yeah yeah he's not happy but man can man can that monkey throw a dart uh uh, as I say, uh, question six, musicals are near and dear to at least some of you guys I know. Uh, the 1960s were a golden period for the Hollywood movie musical. Uh, okay. They were not just making money. There were a lot of them. They were getting nominated left and right for Academy Awards. Sure. So let's go to Academy Awards here. Out oh. of these four highly successful Hollywood musicals, West Side Story, mm-hmm. My Fair Lady, mm-hmm. The Sound of Music, mm-hmm. and Hello, Dolly. Yes. All from yeah. the 60s. Which of these movies did not 
win the Academy Award for Best Picture. Oh, wow. All of the others did. West Side Story, 1961. My Fair Uh, Lady, 1964. The Sound of Music, 1965. Hello, Dolly, 1969. Okay, so. Who was the odd one out? Hello, Dolly is not a good film. (laughs) it's not a good or compelling yeah and also it's it's a little bit later right like maybe tastes were changing like it was that is the latest one right you gave us the years that's correct that's right yeah we span from 61 to 69 that's right yeah sound of music for sure one i believe so west side story i think did yes i mean hello dolly there's no plot it has not aged it is not aged as well as (laughs) you academy awards don't always pick the best movie. No, I don't know true. if you've noticed this. It's just true. <laughs> I feel like we kind of have to go with the one that we feel is the weakest, even though that isn't necessarily the game. You know what I mean? Like, okay, let's do hello Dolly. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Well, I, I got to warn you guys here. Shocking, shocking developments in the monkey lane. The monkey got this one, right? So you guys really <laughs> need to keep pace here. Yeah. Hey, it's random. I mean, you know, I'm not, he's not always going to get just one out of four, but luckily you also got this correct. Oh. It is Hello Dolly. Yeah. Hello Come Dolly. D- yeah. Did not win. Yeah. And and you guys are absolutely right. I, you know, I did kind of go back and was watching clips of these. Hello Dolly is a funky one. Hello Dolly is, 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 yeah. is it's, no. I mean, the, to, to cast Walter Matthau as your romantic lead, you know, essentially is, is just, it's a bold, it's a bold decision. And they, just, and they get to the end and she's just like, I'm going to marry Walter Matthau. And it's like, he's the most unlikable person in this entire <laughs> film. Was it nominated for the Academy Award? Yes, it was. Oh, it was. you guys, okay. yep. it could have yep. won. <laughs> it could have absolutely been. Really you know, if I had to guess, I'd say it's 1969. Tastes are changing. The movie yeah. is going out of vogue. But the other three were just too strong. Just yeah. they are they mm-hmm. are just excellent. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Good job, guys. We are we're at 50 percent correct here, and we still have two questions left. All right. Okay. Question seven: Geography. This is the kind of question where if we're at pub quiz, Karen will often bust out a quick little uh, sketch of the world on the back of the quiz sheet. All right. Let me get my. All right. Of these four (laughs) countries, these four countries, Switzerland, Ethiopia, Iraq, Bolivia, which is not, is not a landlocked country. Okay. Switzerland, Uh Ethiopia, Uh Iraq, Bolivia. And I will trust you to work only from your memory here. Not uh-huh. pulling any books off the shelf behind you. When yeah. have we ever cheated at Good Job? <laughs> yeah, we don't. Define cheat. <laughs> Define cheat. It's been 10 years. Switzerland is landlocked, right? Yeah. Ethiopia is for sure landlocked. Yeah. What are the other? Okay. Iraq. I, I rock. Like, is there a little corner of it next to the... What's the fourth What's the fourth choice? Bolivia. Bolivia. Switzerland. Oh, Ethiopia. Bolivia. Iraq. Bolivia. Think of where okay, Bolivia okay. is. Touches Peru. Touches Brazil. Oh, wait, it touches Peru and Brazil? Touches okay, Peru, that's touches Brazil, yeah. touches oh, it Paraguay. It's gotta be Iraq. Yeah, I think it's Iraq. Iraq okay. might touch like the Gulf, like bits of it mm-hmm. might touch the Gulf. Okay. All right. All right sure. Why not? Okay. All right. Hey, All right. you guys, uh, once again, you got it and you nailed it. That's Yay! right. It is, it is Yay! Iraq and Iraq does have, uh, it does uh, open up out onto the Persian Gulf. Uh, oh! Not a huge. 
Not a huge, huge, huge run of uh, access to the Gulf there, but it does. Yeah. Good <laughs> job. Brain. Yes. Not a lot of beachfront property. Yeah. That's right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Last one. Let's close it out here with an animal question. Feels appropriate for good job brain. Either that or poop. Or animal poop, I suppose. But it is not. No poop in this one. Yeah, Just animals. North America. North America. It's where we live. It's a good continent. Um, yeah. One of my top seven. We may not be on par with Australia in terms of notable fauna, but there are some notable animals that are native okay. to North America. Maybe okay. they okay. come from other places. Maybe they've gone okay. to other places. Of these animals, the raccoon, the coyote, the mm-hmm. wild turkey, and the wild boar, which is the only one not Ooh. native to North America? Okay. Okay. Turkey okay. is native because yeah. Ben Franklin wanted to be... The oh, national, like bird. Okay. national bird. I feel like um, coyote. Coyote, I think, is is native. Wild, wild boar, and what's the other one? Raccoon, coyote, Raccoon, wild coyote, turkey, wild, wild boar. I think it's the boar. I know Pumbas so? from Africa. Yeah, he's a warthog. Oh, do we? Yeah, are there? Right. I think yeah. Europe has a lot of boars, but I don't. We don't have a lot of boars here. Okay, sounds like we're leaning towards wild boar then. Yeah, wild yeah. boar. Wow! Right. Good. Uh, once again, I'm really proud of you guys. You you worked it through. You got it. Wild boar is the only one yeah. not native to North America. Yeah, okay. that's right. Well, good job. Uh, you guys yeah. you guys handily beat the monkey. By the way, six Woo. to three. So yeah. oh. well done. Well done. Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, Box of Oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the Box of Oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. All right. It's time for our last segment here. So you guys, I have a new hobby. I always have a new hobby, but my new, <laughs> my new new hobby, taking wood shop. And I'll show Ooh. you a spoon I made. It was oh my God. a block of wood. I carved it this week. Project number one in wood you shop. You made a class. real thing. I made a real spoon and I sanded it and I cut it on the bandsaw. I did wow. all the things. I was like, oh, I'm becoming less and less uh, relatable as I get older. I'm becoming more specific. (laughs) 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 So in the spirit of that, I I made a quiz for you guys about trees. All right. (laughs) Wood wood and trees. I did learn a lot of really interesting wood facts, but it's only just like, and then another cool thing about trees is this. And then another cool thing. I'm in that that mode. I was like, oh, this is good for the book. So this quiz is about, I'm calling tree people. So all all of the answers to this quiz are all, the whole theme of this quiz is wood or trees. Get your barnyard buzzers ready. We'll start, we'll start, I think with the softball, we'll see. 
Treebeard is the name of a fictional character in which classic fantasy series? Karen. Lord of the Rings. That's right. Lord of There's the Rings. An He's an ent. I think the oldest living creature in that world. Oh. Um, so this actor with a tree-related name starred in the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings trilogy. He was a top-line star, and he has a tree-related <laughs> tree -related name. Tree-related name? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, Who is in that bloom, movie? Bloom, no. Tree oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Chris. Elijah Wood? Elijah uh, Wood. <laughs> yeah, that was like Orlando Bloom. No, Elijah Wood. Right, right, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of you course. know, in addition to Orlando Bloom, there's also uh, Sean Bean. And I was like, but that's not a tree. <laughs> Sean Legum, Sean, yes. you mean? Yeah. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a true nut. Not a true nut. Okay. <laughs> um, which Scandinavian musician's name means birch tree? This type of tree also happens to be the most common native tree in Iceland. Oh. Chris. It's got to be Bjork. Yeah. Bjork means birch. And... Oh, nice. I did not know oh. that. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. In Greek mythology, what is the name for the tree nymph? There are different kinds of nymphs in Greek mythology. Oh. What is the name? Oh. I think wow. I heard the rooster first. It's me. Dryad. Yeah. Oh, Dryad. Oh, yes. Do you know the one for water? Is that Nyads? Nyad is the water. Yeah. Oh, so, oh. yeah. I know this because of Secret of Mana, available now for your Super Nintendo Entertainment System. It comes up. It comes up. Yeah. Dryad, Dryad comes from Greek for oak tree. Oh, that'd be a good wordle mm. answer word. Oh, Dryad. It would. <laughs> that would yeah. be hard. Yeah. They wouldn't, though. The wordles Why? are all, uh, because the wordle, are, it's all hand selected to be like common words. Oh, mm. I see. Yeah. That one's tricky. This beloved fictional character's name translates from Italian to pine eye. Really? Oh. Colin. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Is, is oh. that Pinocchio? It's Pinocchio. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Pin and occhio. Yeah. That makes so much so sense. So much sense. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we've been missing out on this pun I, that Italian speakers have been getting for generations. Yeah. I know. What is the name of one of the four Hollywood Chrises who got a start in the Princess Diaries 2 royal engagement? <laughs> Say Karen. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. <laughs> of Genovia. Yes. Vin Diesel will reprise his role as this tree person in the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder. Oh. Karen. Groot. Yeah. This singer, dancer, actor, talk show host, and kid of famous people was recently named to Forbes' 2022 list of 30 under 30. Singer, dancer, actor, talk uh -huh. show host. Talk show host. Kid Child of famous people. Famous people. And she's Plant. 30 under 30 oh, right now. Tree related. So 30 okay. so under 30. Then she's a talk show host. Kate Hudson. Who's a under 30 talk show host? Okay, so her dad is a musician and an actor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Her mother is a, also a musician and an actor, but more an actor than a musician. And her dad is maybe 50 the other 50. Way. Oh, okay. So, and then the talk show she's on is with her mom. What? Yeah. I know. Oh. It's okay, everybody. I figured it out. 
It is Willow Smith. Yes. <laughs> Red table. Oh. I almost want to leave it there. I have one more question. It's maybe hard. Might be hard. We'll see. Okay. We'll do it. We'll do it Let's anyway. Do it. He was the first African-American player to win the U.S. Open Singles Championship and the Wimbledon Wimbledon Singles title. Ooh. Colin. Uh, I believe that was Arthur Ashe, yeah? Arthur yep. Ashe. Good job, you guys. Treat yeah. people. Yeah, all right. And that's our show. Thank you guys for joining me. And thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. Hope you learned stuff about Shakespeare, about trees, about monkeys, I guess, and about <laughs> March. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on all podcast apps. And on our website, goodjobbrain.com. This podcast is part of Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to other shows like The Pirate History Podcast, The Projection Booth, and Movie Therapy. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.